Hello, everyone. You're listening to another episode of KB Talks powered by the NKBA, the only podcast dedicated to sharing the latest kitchen and bath industry insights to really help you grow and support your business. I'm Elle Millard, your KB Talks host. Today's topic is all about you. And I mean you in air quotes. You can mean you or your clients or your customers. We're talking about original, unique, bespoke, customized, and personalized when it comes to the kitchen. From how it looks to how it functions, the latest in design and technology mean every single detail can be tailored to a specific experience or requirement. That means that just like people, no kitchens will be the same. Today's guest is very familiar with creating a kitchen environment that is uniquely created and inspired by the individual. Mark Hottenroth is the Director of Industrial Design at GE Appliances, whose cafe line was developed to create a truly customized kitchen. Before we get started, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor. Monogram is more than luxury appliances. Monogram is the experience. We are inspired by life and the way you live. With high style, superior craftsmanship, and award-winning technology, our products raise the bar on what's possible in your kitchen designs. Our industry-leading induction cooktops, connected ovens, custom panel refrigerators, Advantium speed cooking ovens, and premium dishwashers blend seamlessly into your dream kitchen projects. Whether for yourself or your clients, Monogram helps you push the boundaries of gourmet style and create a kitchen fit for a chef. Okay, it's time to get into today's podcast. Mark, thank you so much for joining us. If you could just share a little bit about your background. Sure, uh, thanks uh, and you're welcome. I'm glad to be sharing uh, sharing some information and some knowledge. A little bit about myself, I am an industrial designer and I've been designing appliances for over 25 years. I've been at GE Appliances. We're located in Louisville, Kentucky. And I have a team of industrial designers and interaction designers and graphic designers. And our mission is to create appliances that delight and inspire our consumers and other kitchen designers um, to really create you know, amazing experience and spa spaces for themselves and for their clients. So industrial design is really involved in research and analyzing the behavior of people, correct? Yeah, it really is about kind of figuring out these, these insights, the things that make people like want to emotionally attach to objects or experiences or spaces, right? So it's all about really understanding what make people tick and then the manifestation of of those ideas or those desires or those wants and how they manifest themselves in physical product or in the case of kitchen design kitchens uh, so that you know it's kind of our purpose really is to, to our company purpose at GE appliances is to enable happiness and well-being in every home and so for a designer we can really rally around that because we believe you know amazing products and delightful spaces and kitchens really make people uh, much happier and much more fulfilled in their everyday life. So can you share uh, just the term customization? What does that really mean in design? What are, what's the 
the ability, what's the scope that we have when we have the ability to customize? Sure. I think if you take kind of a historical view of product design or product manufacturing, you know, before the industrial revolution, kind of everything was made uh, almost bespoke, right? It, it kind of was made for the, the person who needed the object or the product or, or the clothing. With the Industrial Revolution came, you know, mass production. So everything became the same. And I think customization is the ability to bring back some of that, uh, maybe a little more of the personalization that um, a lot of products were, were made with back kind of from a craftsmanship point of view. Like, so they're almost like handmade. So the trick for us as a large manufacturer is always, you know, being able to handle customization and still be able to make it and make it profitably, right? So we have a lot of logistics to deal with. We have a lot of different materials and processes and manufacturing to deal with. And how do we actually create customization? I think customization is really kind of creating things in a way that people really would love to have them versus just the same as everybody else. So what are some ways that in appliances you can personalize uh, a range for say? Well, we have introduced a line of appliances uh, called Cafe and they, one of the, the kind of leading ideas around the Cafe appliances is that we have handles, and knobs that come with uh, specific finishes that, that consumers really want. So today the trends are a lot more warm, warm metals and mixing of metals. So we can actually buy an appliance, buy a line of appliances, buy a suite of appliances. Let's say stainless steel is a very popular color still. But with that stainless steel suite of appliances, you can actually buy in addition by a copper handles and knobs that go on the stainless steel. So it's a really nice look, really interesting look. We also have just introduced um, our matte collection. So we have a matte white and a matte black finish. And with that, you can have a bronze handle and knobs, or we can have a, a brushed black handle and knobs, a copper, or stainless and they're all interchangeable. So you can literally change your entire look or your entire kitchen suite, the handles with new handles and new knobs. So it really can, really can match exactly what your kitchen and your home decor is by changing out your handle and knob color. And the, the overall main appliance, such as the, the refrigerator or the range, you would need to purchase that in its original form of stainless or uh, black stainless that would be the original form that you would purchase it and then just change out the the colors of the knobs and the finishes of the knobs yeah so if say you buy an original range which is stainless it comes with a stainless handle but you can in stainless knobs but you can purchase copper knobs and handles or black knobs and handles or bronze knobs and handles and change them out and they're they're easily changeable. It's basically a consumer can change them themselves. So they're easily changed out. That's great. And as a woman who likes to change her mind regularly, that's a nice flexible option that I have that 
uh, not that men don't change their mind regularly. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that's interesting because we also found that a lot of people are cautious, right, when they buy their appliances. Because, and sometimes some of the insights we've heard from consumers are they're kind of buying them not even for themselves necessarily, but for like, oh, well, my resale value, I don't want to be too, you know, out there because it might not be good for resale. So the nice thing about this situation is you can be a little more bold. Like if you really love copper handles on a stainless steel sweet, because it looks just, you know, it looks really great. You can do that without, you know, too much fear because you can just keep your old handles and put, you know, put them back on when, if you want to resell, if you're, if you're, concerned about that. The other thing we've done is with the matte white um, suite, we've noticed that, you know, she can change, she can customize anything in her kitchen, right? Get whatever cabinets she wants, whatever floor, whatever countertop. But when it came to the appliances, like the only thing that was really available is like stainless steel, right? There's not a whole lot of choice. So we developed matte white. It's a really beautiful, soft finish that, um, that's soft in its appearance, like the matte finish is soft like stone and a lot of the, the, the cabinetry color today. So it's really blends in nicely and fits in nicely with the home. But in addition to that, we, we put um, the brushed bronze handles and hardwares and knob on that product and it just looks outstanding. It's so different and it fits her decor of her kitchen and her home so much better than you know very large blanks of stainless steel because if you think about the trends today the open floor plans it's really the living room and the dining room and the kitchen they all become one you know space that has to be harmonious in fact the whole house really wants to be harmonious and there, there's really no other place in the in the home that has large swaths of stainless steel so that just made a lot of sense to us when we looked at it um when we looked at a lot of what people are pinning. We talked to tons of designers about what they would like to see. And so when we first mocked this suite up, the matte white with bronze hardware and uh, handles, it was uncanny because like most of the men looked at it more, this is more internally, you know, and they're like, yeah, I don't know. I would say 95% of the women looked at it and said, oh my gosh, that's beautiful. It's the jewelry, right? It's, it's every yeah. space you touch. Um, are those those decorative finishes that really pop? Uh, you mentioned trends a little earlier about the, all of the stainless in the ranges. I've seen a shift for, from um, the exposed refrigeration units to more of those panel ready or in cabinet, which makes the the refrigeration freezer units very very customizable because that can really be anything that a cabinet manufacturer could overlay on top of the refrigeration, correct? Yes, exactly. Uh, that's kind of one of the things that we think is a little bit of the trend of the disappearing kitchen too. We see, you know, again, as that uh, ki the kitchen and the living and the dining room become more one space, it's interesting to think about the furniture that defines those spaces too. So, you know, maybe a table defines the dining room and an island kind of defines the kitchen and the couch and sitting area, maybe define the living room. Um, but like, what is the appliance? How does the appliance fit in that space? And it's kind of interesting to think about one, putting them behind a custom panel or two, even we showed some concept at, at, um, at KBiz where we showed 
more customized panels on cooking products. So where you really, really make the, the appliance blend into the, that environment, I think is a fascinating trend. We've been calling it kind of the trend of the disappearing kitchen, but I think it's really more about the kitchen appliances um, evolving from maybe more of their utilitarian kind of machine origins into much more of a housewares kind of product. So they really, really blend in materials wise, maybe even form wise, maybe even a little bit of function. We've been exploring different ways that our appliances can, can change behavior even, you know, like instead of a stove that somebody's facing, you know, you know, somebody's cooking in their backs to the, you know, the, the rest of the, the, the guests, you know, the island with a cooktop where everybody's kind of facing each other is kind of interesting, much more engaging type of uh, experience. Do you see the gas range versus induction cooktop? I know that's an argument that's been out there. Do you see a shift happening there between those appliances, whether the, you know, the induction cooktop is a little more hidden, whereas that gas yeah. range is a little more prominent in the kitchen where um, you want, you're proud of that and you're really expressing the enthusiasm behind the cooking there. Um, whereas some of those other features are a little more hidden. Is, is the industry shifting one way or the other? Is it still pretty split? I think it's still pretty split. I think you defined it perfectly. Like there's, there's the, the showcase, there's the showpiece, here's this range of showpiece. And then I think there's others that, you know, aren't as interested in the showpiece and much more interested in the, uh, either the, the sleekness of induction, because obviously, I mean, we could even put induction, you know, elements under the countertop so that it's completely hidden. You know, it's possible to do that. I think the other part of induction, though, is that's fascinating is just the performance, um, you know, from a technology perspective, can really, really dial in the performance. So we have precision cooking modes and guided cooking modes. So you can precisely cook with temperature, which is a, a really interesting idea, right? Like instead of cooking by flame height or, you know, one through nine or one through 11, whatever the, you know, the buttons are. You know, you can cook perfect crepes because you know they're exactly 130 degrees. So the ability to have precision cooking is really fun. And then you couple that with, you know, guided cooking. So displays that give you much more information about how to cook and cook successfully. It's kind of, in a way, it's the, it's the future of of cooking and the ability to use technology in a way that's really beneficial. So when you're talking about these precise temperatures, they correlate hand in hand with technology and the ability that we have with technology to be able to customize things specifically for each homeowner or each family is unbelievable. Can you talk about some of those technologies that are so custom now or voice activation and how that impacts the, the overall experience in the kitchen? Sure. I mean, just imagine walking in and, and asking, you know, what's for dinner or, you, you know, you know, I like crepes on Tuesday. Let's get going. Right. Like it's the, the voice activation, the sensors that we have now, and then the creating the algorithms to combine them all into, uh, you know, 
easy to use, easy to understand, like assisted cooking in terms of, you know, you take something out of the refrigerator, whatever you would take out of the refrigerator, the, the range should know exactly what that is and start the process and, and give you step-by-step directions on how to cook things. It's interesting to think about how many people cook, you know, everything at 350, bake 350, you know? Well, it's not the best outcome. The best outcome might be a little more sophisticated than that. Like, you know, maybe slowly ramping up temperature, maybe turning on the broiler for some browning, uh, some very precise uh, timing to maybe to make all the different food items or the menu items come out at the same time. That's kind of like a trust that people probably will innately have, I think, as, as we move forward, where the machine really knows what it's doing because of we've worked on all these algorithms for the most you know, amazing outcomes. So it's kind of like cooking by food type. I have a roast. I have this beautiful leg of lamb. I don't really know how to cook it, but it doesn't matter because I can just put it in the oven and the camera in the oven recognizes it's a leg of lamb and cooks it perfectly because we've already, you know, done all the work. We've already done all the algorithms to make it come out perfectly. That's, that's here. I mean, that's, that's doable now. We can do that. And the ability of the technology to give someone that may be aging, um, the independence to still cook in their kitchen uh, and not worry about some of the safety issues is something really, really changing the industry. Oh yeah. I think, I think on both ends of the spectrum, like the aging, it's makes, makes that, um, you know, the, the, the assistant assisted uh, cooking or the helping out exactly what to, to cook and when, and even, I guess, in, you know, many ways, even, you know, the, the balancing of food and the balancing of menus by nutrition uh, is really interesting and a fun fun place to explore. But I think on the other side of the spectrum too, even people that are just starting out and they don't even know how to cook, right? Like, so a lot of young people don't have no idea how to cook. Well, guess what? You probably don't really need to learn either. You just need to follow directions really well. Yeah. And there will be drones before we know it that won't even make you follow directions. <laughs> yeah. Your, your refrigerator will follow you around. It's the, autonomous <laughs> the autonomous kitchen. It'll go wherever you are. So let's wrap it up and just talk a little bit about how and why you're seeing the trend of customization or personalization grow. I think um, the trend of personalization and customization is growing because I don't think everybody, I don't think everybody wants to be the same. I think sameness is kind of boring and pedestrian and kind of, you know, it's really associated more with, with the low end. Like I think the new form of luxury is I have something that's unique and made for me specifically because I'm a unique person and I have my unique tastes. And uh, I think the idea that we can create the opportunity for people to have these customized looks um, and express themselves to fit in in whatever their kitchen is, uh, whether it be you know, a contemporary look or a you know, more traditional or whether they like warm metals or more, more of a sleek monochromatic look, the ability for us to, to deliver that in a, in a way that's easy and not, you know, too cumbersome. I think 
people are really used to ordering whatever they want and it's showing up at the, at the door. And so that world, you know, basically is at their fingertips for whatever they want. Uh, and I just think it's going to become the norm, especially for people who really care about design. You know, there's probably a whole population that don't really care that much about it, but I know there's a ton of people that, uh, and mostly are all your listeners, right? All everyone listening now that really care about design and really believe that design matters in a big way. And so we want to be there for them and, and create appliances that, that uh, really delight them. I love that GE has this cafe line that lets the average consumer have this affordable luxury. I love that today's podcast was all about creating a space that is a truly personal experience because that's what we as designers and manufacturers strive to create, that experience that is completely unique and tailored to the homeowner, knowing that we're able to provide exactly what they want thanks to the tech forward brands is really, really special. So thank you, Mark, for being here today. This was very insightful conversation. It's always great to talk to these experts. That's it for this week's episode. There will be more from KB Talks powered by the NKBA in the upcoming weeks. And as always, be sure to send your feedback to nkba at flyingcamel.com. Now stay tuned for a quick NKBA Minute. Why belong to the NKBA? The NKBA makes you smart. With membership, you get access to exclusive business insight, design trends, technology and consumer behavior, the facts you need to grow your business, and professional development opportunities to keep you on top of your game. We save you money. The cost of your membership is covered many times over by free or discounted passes to KBIS, research studies, and learning opportunities. Your professional profile on our website is a free marketing tool for you to showcase your best work and get discovered by potential clients. We raise your credibility with certification. Only members are eligible to apply for the industry's most trusted hallmarks of expertise, the Certified Kitchen and Bath Designer Designation. Certified designers have the potential to earn more and gain confidence among clients and peers. So, come join the Kitchen and Bath Industry Authority. Visit nkba.org to join today.